Do you consider yourself to be a leader? If so, how good do you think you can really be? If not, do you want to be a good leader? Do you want to be great at it? Look, the truth is we're all leaders. We're either leading ourselves or we're leading ourselves and others. With this episode 12 of my daily words of wisdom, I'm going to show you how to be the absolute strongest, best leader of yourself and of others. We're going to start with how to be the best leader of yourself, to lead yourself to greatness. I'm going to give you five things that'll make you the absolute best leader you could possibly be for yourself. Here we go. Number one, you've got to know which direction you're currently heading. It's the foundation. Are you doing things in your life that will propel you to where you want to be? Are you doing things that are holding you back? My friends, this is where we've got to have positive self-evaluation. I mean, we got to be on. We got to have introspection here. We have to be honest with ourselves. Where are we? Without this foundation, we're really not able to lead ourselves to where we want to be. But once you're honest with yourself, wherever, whichever direction you're going, whether you're going forward or you're going backwards, or you're just sitting still, this is what we need to know because we're going to build the rest of this off of this where we are. We're going to be able to set goals and achievements, okay? Number two, the second piece you have to have to become a great leader of yourself is core happiness. Yes, there is a happiness that is within us right here, all of us. It's our core happiness. No matter what goes on in our life, no matter how sad, whether we lose somebody, yeah, those are tough times. But there needs to be a piece of happiness, a core happiness that nothing can touch. To have core happiness, there are a couple of things we got to do. To have it and protect it, there are two things we've got to do. Number one, we've got to make a list and be aware of what is good about us. What are we good at doing? Where have we succeeded in life? As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell all of my clients with whom I'm counseling. I tell them, give me a list of 70 things that's good about you. 70, seven, zero. Now, I know it sounds like a lot, but it's not, my friends. Once you start writing things and making that connection to the positive part of your brain, you're going to write these things really easily. and You're going to write 100 if you want to. They can be things where you've succeeded in the past. You go back as far as you want. What have you achieved in your past? What have you achieved where you currently are? What's good about you? The way you feel, the way you think about people. Are you a good listener? Are you a good boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, sister, daughter, son? Whatever it is, brother, mom, dad, what are you good at doing? Make that list and it will grow. 70, okay? The second part of core happiness, this is important. I want you to really let this sink in. Be happy with people and things, not because of them. I'm going to say that again. Be happy with people and things, not because of them. 
when we put our happiness in the hands of other people, we're going to become emotionally dependent. We can't grow that way. We're not going to be able to lead ourselves. We can't lead anybody if we're like that. We, we darn sure aren't going to be able to lead ourselves. We've got to keep our core happiness here. Now, it's perfectly natural and fun and, and it's wonderful for other people and things to make us happier, but not to be our core, so purpose, so core, so place of our happiness. The sole reason of our happiness does not need to be because of other people or other things. It needs to be within ourselves. Those things, other people can make us happier. Okay. Core happiness is very important to have when you start becoming a great leader of yourself. So we have our direction. We know how to maintain and protect our core happiness. Now we got number three. The third thing we can do, improve yourself. Always seek to improve yourself. So we just got through making a list of the things we're good at doing, right? Well, hey, if you're a leader, you've got to always be willing to improve yourself. And we got to know where those things are. So we're going to make another list. We're going to list the things, things of where we need to improve. Maybe it's our spirituality. Maybe it's our be a better partner in our relationship, a better mom, better dad, better friend. Maybe we need to be better at finances. And here's one for you. Here's a real common one. Maybe we need to be healthier. Yeah. It, there's all kinds of places where we can improve, but we need to make a list of where we need to improve. Okay. Number two, the second part of improving yourself is to set the right goals. You notice I didn't say set goals. No, that, that doesn't work. We've got to set the right goals. Look, I want to take a moment here because I want you to get this right. I've got an entire podcast and it's titled from goal to goal, turning goals into achievements. With that podcast, I tell you specifically how to reach your most elusive goal, how to reach more goals, more goals, because I'm teaching you how to set the right ones. So this is important to improve yourself. We've got to set, not just set goals. We've got to set the right ones. Take time, go listen to that podcast and make this a part of your improving yourself. Next, we have to understand cost versus reward. When we set out to better ourselves, when we make any decision really, but mostly when we're, we're, we're setting out to challenge ourselves to become better, we're going to weigh it. We're going to weigh it. We're going to weigh our physical, emotional cost versus the reward. Is it worth our effort to get this reward? My friends, when it comes to self-improvement and betterment, you better believe it is, and I'm going to prove it to you. You've got to see the reward for what it really is. It's always ahead, way above the physical and emotional cost. Here's why. You get three different rewards. When you set out to improve yourself, whether you succeed or not, you are having some type of success, but you have to see it. Here's what I'm talking. Three different rewards. You get the reward of the catalyst, the positive catalyst that you're setting. You're starting something positive for yourself. You're wanting to move yourself forward, so you're starting this betterment. That's the first reward. 
Then there's the reward of tomorrow, the future. You're setting yourself up for more success and more positivity. You're giving, regardless of which way it goes, you're gaining direction. You're going to learn what to do and what not to do. This is valuable. This is part of success. Failure and success go hand in hand. So the reward of now, you're starting a catalyst. The reward of tomorrow, you're going to better yourself. You're going to be, your, you're going to be stronger. You're going to have better experience. And then the biggest reward of all, you're going to be able to help someone else do the same things you're doing. You're going to be able to help them reach their goals. You're going to help them be a powerful leader of themselves because you've lived it. You went through the struggle, the sacrifice, the uncertainty, and you fought through it and became successful at betterment. It wasn't easy, but you're going to be able to set the example and show somebody exactly how to do it and what to expect. That's the third type of reward. So when you, you got to get this in your head, you want to be a better leader of yourself and lead yourself to better places. You have to see the reward for what it truly is when you set out to better yourself, because it always, my friends, always outweighs the physical and emotional cost. You're going to get direction. You're going to get experience and you're going to be able to help other, help other people. Lastly, with improving yourself, you got to take ownership. You got to take ownership in your mistakes, your mishaps, your shortcomings. Look, if you will own your mistakes and your shortcomings, you're going to own your success. You're going to know why you got there. You're going to know you deserve it. You're going to know you paid the price. That's what I mean by ownership. If you take advice from someone, and it doesn't turn out to be the right advice, that's on you. That's on you. You chose to take that advice, but look at it as direction. Well, that wasn't the right advice. Let me seek some more. Keep going. Ownership. Stop giving excuses. Reasons. Yeah. Well, the reason is I did this. I need to do more of this. I need to do less of that. I need to spend more time here. Those are reasons, not excuses ownership. Okay. The fourth thing that you've got to do to be a better leader of yourself, to be a great leader of yourself is lead by example. That's right. You've got to live it. You've got to live exactly. You got to take your own medicine, man. You have to realize that people are paying attention to you. If you're going to start leading other people, you have to lead yourself first. Here's how you do it. You want to lead by example? Understand what you are projecting when you talk to people. It, whether you're leading people or not, if you just walk in somewhere and there's other people, how are you projecting yourself? What is your tone? When you have conversations with people, are you smiling? Are you making eye contact? Are you standing there with your arms crossed like this? Are you, are you closed off? You want to pay attention to that. It goes a long way. It's hard enough out there. Let people know you're open, you're friendly, you're smiling. Compliment people. Listen to people. Really listen and learn what people are saying to you. Remember somebody's name. And when you're in, if it's an issue at work, you're with a coworker, listen to them. Maybe it's somebody you might be giving, uh, somebody may give you a performance review. Listen and be 
receptive of what's going on. Eye contact, nonverbal body language, nonverbal communication. Pay attention to what you're projecting. How about the tone and the inflection of your voice? Yeah. Be open when you're talking to people. Be friendly when you're talking to people. Make eye contact. This is what I mean by what do you project and leading by example. The second thing in terms of leading by examples, guys, I know we know this, and I'm not going to beat you over the head with it, but take care of your physical health, your appearance. Yeah. Are you doing things unhealthy in your life? Are you living unhealthy lifestyles? And I'm not going to go into all the things that we do, but there are a lot of things that we can do that affect our physical health. Take care of your physical health. You know, you, if you're going to lead yourself down upward to a greater place, you're going to get there a lot faster if you feel good. Take care of that body. Take care. You know how to do it. We all know we're supposed to eat healthy. We all know we're supposed to exercise. Do it. It doesn't have to be a lot. Just get started doing it. One more thing. When it comes to leading by example, teach others. Teach people what you're learning on this podcast. Teach people what you've taught yourself, how to lead yourself. Teach. It's the best way to reinforce yourself to keep doing it. It's the best way to keep momentum toward leading yourself to a greater place, right? Teach others to do it. Lastly, this is the fifth thing. The fifth thing to make a part of your life, to lead you to a greater, to lead yourself as best as you can is to recognize success. We have a tendency to put negativity on a pedestal. We could have, be having the best day and one little negative thing comes up and we let it occupy our mind and our thoughts. Especially when you're trying to improve yourself and you're setting goals and you're following those goals. You can look at where you still need to improve. Let's say you don't reach that goal, okay? You still need to think about where you did succeed. It's all about balance. We've got to balance that. Where did you succeed? Okay, you didn't reach your goal. But what did you do this good? Remember that list we wrote when I talked about your core happiness? Take a look at that. Balance out what you, where you still need to improve with what you've done that's good. Get really good at recognizing success. I'm counting on you, all right? That's the, those are the five things, and I'll recap them here in a little bit, but those are the five things that will help you become a great leader of yourself. Now that you've got this figured out, now we can be a great leader of others. I want to give you four things. Okay. Number one. Now I've covered this already, but you need to hear it again, because when you're leading others, you need to, again, be very aware of what you are projecting. I just told you your body language, eye contact. Are you smiling? Are you abrasive in the way you talk to people? Is, is, are you listening to what they're saying? Are you giving others a chance to talk? Are you closed off? Are you use your body language in a way that makes people think you don't want to talk to them? Be aware of what you are projecting. Are you mad or angry before you go in to talk to someone or you go in to lead somebody? 
You got to meditate. You got to visualize. You got to get that negativity out of you and give, walk in on an even keel and go lead somebody else. But don't take your problems with you, right? Don't close off. Let them see that you're interested and you want to help them become a better person and a be achieve better goals and careers. Watch your nonverbal communication. Okay, that's number one. Number two, who are you leading? Exactly who are you leading? Do you know the people you are leading? You've got to get to know them. If you don't know who you are leading, you're probably using a cookie cutter method to lead people. We've, it's going to be a little bit different for everybody. Get to know whether you're managing a sales team, you're managing an entire company, or just a few people. Maybe it's just a friend you're helping out. Get to know them. And here's what I mean by getting to know them. Getting to know who you are leading. You remember we talked about direction in leading yourself? You've got to understand that person's direction too. You have to understand, are the people you leading heading in the right direction? What are they doing in their life to cause them to be in the right direction? Or just like yourself, are you doing things to hold you back? You've got to understand that. And you understand that by having conversations with them. How are you? How's your life? What are, where do you want to improve? What are things you feel you're good at doing? You remember that stuff? This is how you understand a person's direction. That's the first thing. Next thing you want to know, learn about them is what are their dreams and goals? You've got your stuff, but what are their dreams and goals? Everybody's probably got something a little different. What do they want to achieve in their life? Where do they see themselves really wanting to end up? You need to know these things about the people you are leading. It makes the world a difference. That association is strong. Number, the third thing you need to know about people when you start leading people is what motivates them it could be the same for a lot of people but you know why do people want to make money why do they want to have more spirituality why do they want to have better relationships do they want to have better health what exactly is motivating for them that's a big one you can use that when you talk to them or when you teach people and you're leading people to a higher place, whether it's a, you're managing a sales team, a whole group of people, a whole company, or just one or two people, you will know how to conduct a way, how to conduct a meeting to motivate them to do these things. You've got to get to know your people, all right? Know who you are leading. Number three, share and teach. One of the strongest ways you can lead people is, number one, tell stories. Share your knowledge. Tell them stories of personal success and struggle, as well as other people that you've known that have struggled and succeeded under different circumstances. That's, that's powerful. They're going to be able to associate with that. Share the stories you have. People love stories. Get good at telling stories. I've had to do that myself. But it makes a world of difference. It's a strong association with people. They get it. They understand a lot more. Share those stories. Make sure that who you're leading understands that when they commit to something or someone that they are committing to their effort 
not the outcome. I talk about this a lot. I've talked about it in my podcast about commitment, and it's so very true. You want to lead people? You want to be successful at leading people to where they want to be in life? Teach them to commit to their effort, not the outcome. The outcome is something they won't be able to control a lot of time, but something they will always be able to control, their effort. And when they commit to 100% effort, it's going to make them stronger through the struggle, stronger for the next commitment. Effort, not outcome. That's very powerful when you're leading people. One more thing. Actually, two more things in sharing and teaching. Help them set the right goals. You've done that for yourself, but make sure they're not just setting in a, any ordinary goal. Are they the right goals? Learn from my other podcasts how to set those goals. I'll go ahead and tell you right now that setting a goal, when you set goals or you help others in this particular situation, when you're helping someone else set goals, make sure they're setting goals based on the reasons why they haven't done what they want to achieve yet. Why is this goal still, this, this picture of what they want, I call it an achievement. Why is that achievement still on their board? Why haven't they already reached it yet? Why is it something that they haven't done? What are those reasons why they haven't done it? And they need to take ownership here. Those reasons need to be, I need to do more of this. I haven't done enough of this. Ownership, remember we talked about that. Teach them to set goals based on the reasons why they haven't done it yet. Look, I'm telling you, when you do this for yourself and for others, you're going to reach so many more goals. You're going to reach those elusive goals. I'm telling you. One more thing when it comes to sharing and teaching people. It's the same thing I taught you about yourself. When you're, when you're leading yourself. When you're leading others, teach them to recognize success. Teach them that it won't always feel like they are succeeding. But there are things they are doing that's good. Remember that list of good things, things they're good at doing. Have them make a list. Let's say they reach, let's say they reach half their goal and you help them set this goal and they only got halfway. Well, you need to tell them this. Tell them that that is 100% further than where you were before you started, before you set the goal and a great chance to double their success. Teach them to keep one eye on what they still need to accomplish but one eye on what they have accomplished, balance, recognize success. It's very important. The last thing, the fourth thing, when you lead others, the last thing that you can do to become a great leader of others is to get in the trenches with them. Whatever their job is, get in there and do it with them. Roll up your sleeves and go along with them. If it's a sales call, go with them. Whatever their job is, whatever they do under your leadership, do it with them. Spend time doing it with them. Let them know that you're there. You've done it. You've put in the time. I'm going to help you. It makes a world of difference. I call it leading from the back. Let them lead a little bit. Let others take the leading role. And you listen. Have them teach you. That's powerful. Look, I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to recap all that real quick, but I want to tell you a story about a time where I led someone and didn't realize I was doing it. 
I was a behavior therapist. I right out of college, I went to work as a behavior therapist and I worked alongside a few others. I was really doing well. I was associating well with my clients. I was teaching them to change their behaviors. And one of the behavior therapists was not doing real well. He couldn't understand why he had all this knowledge, but it wasn't, it wasn't transitioning to the client. He was having a lot of trouble. So he asked for my help. So we sat down and I, I watched him and I listened to him and I went with him when he had some, some appointments and I was watching him and he was very closed off. First of all, he wasn't paying attention to what he was projecting. Remember we talked about that. What his body language was cold. He was withdrawn. He was uh, closed off. He was very clinical. He wasn't smiling. He wasn't listening. He wasn't letting them talk. He wasn't bringing up good things that they do. He was talking about all the things that they still needed. There wasn't balance there. So I talked to him. I taught him how to fix this. I showed him the way to do it. I took him on my appointments and showed him. He got it instantly. He got it. He changed the way he started interacting with his clients. And guess what? He started having major shifts in the desired behavior. He started having replacement behaviors with his clients and he became successful. Now he paid a price because there were a lot of clients that he lost because he didn't make the progress he should have. He didn't pay attention to his direction and he didn't pay attention to how he was projecting himself, but he learned, he learned. And from then on, he did excellent. Matter of fact, when I left, he took my place. Huge success. I want to read a story to you from my seven books of wisdom. It's book six. It's not a story. It's a quote and a lesson. It's very short. It's book six, building bonds, faith, and happiness. This is about relationships. Here's the quote. When you're a leader, eyes and ears are upon you. It's your job to return the favor. Here's the reality. Here's what I mean. Great leaders have many people counting on them to provide, to provide motivation, direction, and guidance. And they should rely on their followers for the same. A great leader always knows what motivates their followers. They see the direction their followers need and want to go. And they know how to best guide them along the way and keep them on the right track. Yeah, we talked about that. A great leader listens carefully. They see clearly and intently, and they commit to their followers to put them in the best positions to succeed. Here's the plan. We're all leaders in one way or another, whether we're leading other people or leading ourselves. When it comes to being a great leader, you must get to know well who it is you're leading. Learn to listen with a keen ear, to see with clear sight, and to guide with better knowledge. The better you get to know someone's goals, needs, desires, dreams, and motivation, the better leader you will become, especially when leading yourself. Yeah, sounds familiar, doesn't it? Here's your action. If you're a leader at a company, group, or association, how well do you know your team? Take a moment today and think about this. And if you feel you don't know them well, Make a plan to get to know them. If the only person you're leading is yourself, make the same plan starting today. 
Here are the two things I'd like to see you do today. They're so simple. It's going to take you a little, about a minute to do this. Here's the first thing I want you to do. Write one way I can get to know better the ones I lead. One way. And one way I can better lead myself. So write one thing, one way you can get to know better the ones you currently lead. And then one way you can better lead yourself. As I said, as I just said, and as I'll say again, we're all leaders one way or another. When you're leading yourself, if you want to be the best leader you can of yourself that you can possibly be, know your direction. Where are you currently headed? Make sure you protect and you make sure you have and protect your core happiness. Be happy with people and things, not because of them. Okay? Always seek to improve yourself. Set your goals. Make a list of things you still need to achieve. Understand that the reward is always outweighs the cost, the emotional, physical cost when it comes to betterment. Lead by example. Be aware of what you're projecting. Take care of your physical body and teach others. And lastly, recognize success. When it comes to leading others, again, be aware of what you are projecting when you communicate with those people people that are that you're leading what is your body language are you smiling are you listening okay know really well who you are leading get to know them what are their goals and dreams what direction are they currently going what motivates your people these are things you this is how you get to know who you're leading share and teach Share stories of your past, of struggles, and of successes. Explain that it's about effort, not outcome. Set goals. Help other, help your followers, the people you're leading, help them set goals. Help them set the right goals based on the reasons why they haven't done it yet. And lastly, get in the trenches with them. Get in there and do it with them. Work alongside people. Don't just tell them how to do it. Get in there and do it with them. Look, the whole idea, the biggest goal, I believe, is to be a great leader of yourself. And when you can accomplish that, you're going to become a great leader of others. And that, my friend, is something to be incredibly proud of. Remember, it's all about being happy, feeling in control, and having what I call emotional freedom. And when you have it, the world will truly be yours. And it'll also be the same way for those that you teach. To. When you do these things that I've taught you, when you, when you become a great leader of yourself, you're going to lead others just by the way you're living your life. People are going to notice you. They're going to recognize that you're happy and that you're on par and you're succeeding. You're doing things. People love to be around that, and people would love to learn from you. So don't hold back. Lead yourself, and don't hesitate to lead others, because the world needs a lot more of that. I'm Bobby Wisnan. Thanks for listening.